0: Welcome to Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkgaard. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of Valerie, her guests, and callers. Now here's your host, Valerie Kirkgaard. This is for you.
1: This is for you and me. And who we see when we see each other. This is for all. This is for all the time you tried to find your sister or your brother and you're not crazy anymore. You've been waiting at the door and it's time to hold oh. <laughs> Huh. This is Dialogue Time. Our announcer is really on top of things today. We're <laughs> listening to Waking Up in America. We're a radio magazine on dynamic radio dialogues and life today in America. I'm here with, with the ever-effervescent Randy Shannon and Ken Dost, and uh, we're just mixing it up for you in the back room. Actually, on radio they call it the green room, where you all get together before the show starts and you start goofing around. Uh, but our goofing around has... Uh, it has a serious side, but we, we also create a lot of our fun through lightness, because otherwise the paperwork will drown you. So what it is to be an American? I think to survive, it's really helpful if you've been firewalking. Randy's been firewalking. She's also, oh, God. Randy, how many mud troughs have you
2: crawled <laughs> Uh Quite a few, and it's funny because I was just looking for another one. Oh, I can feel it in the air. Okay. <laughs> It's raging through the veins to go do a – I'm 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 thinking half marathon. I've never run a half marathon. I did a 5K – well, several 5Ks, several 10s, and I then I went for the full Monty of the full marathon, but I never did a the half. The full
1: Monty? Is that – you know what the <laughs> ramifications of the full Monty are, Randy? Do you know what you just said?
2: It's like a moon, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> if if you want to reference back to the movie, it's where they expose their genitals, okay?
2: But it was just the rear end, I thought, right?
1: No. By <laughs> using it all in the wrong
2: context. <laughs> no,
1: no, no, no. But that lead—that's a perfect lead into something. I mean, rear ends should certainly lead somewhere.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Sexual promiscuity could lead to um, the Clintons' war on women. That could be one of the chapters.
2: Yes, it could. I'm not going to touch that. That's all you today. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, what? That's all you today. You can talk on that one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Not too much. We've got some other fun things that we're up to. Um, That's Ken. You can hear him laughing. We haven't heard Mike crack up yet on air, but we'll get to it, I'm Sure. So he, what he, we're Chris, taking a look at donut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he wants his crispy he's, he's, <laughs> he's, you know, eating his donut. What we're taking a look at here is uh, we've been suffering in, in our culture for quite a long time. I mean certainly Randy, eighteen seventy one would be a good date to mark when the corporation started growing its little little tentacles into mm-hmm. the ground and, and taking over things. we I was reading um Randy and um uh, I don't think he caught it. I gave We gave him some quotes. But I actually have a certified copy of um, the H.R. 192, which defines money. And we'll talk about that after we give a thanks to our presenting sponsor and um, the people that are working with us here at Waking Up in America. So Patricia Bragg of Bragg's Apple Cider, um, Paul C. Bragg, what an amazing lineage you To represent. Um, I was telling Randy that before the show I was in Palm Springs with Lama Dawa, who's a Tibetan Lama that stays at my house, Mm -hmm. and we were enjoying watching Patricia Bragg's star being put in the Palm Springs um, Walk of Stars, and it actually was for both her and her father, and her father started the first health food store in 1912. He also did something that was really remarkable, you guys. He created something called Penny Stores. Have you ever heard of those? No. Mm-mm. So, it's kind of like what Dennis Weaver and Valerie um, Harper and Jerry Weaver did. They did a project called Love is Serving Everyone, mm-hmm. and they went around to the supermarkets and they asked the sh- supermarkets for their day-old food. Oh, okay. Okay, and they did Love is Feeding Everyone. That's the earlier style style of this. But what what Paul Bragg did, and this guy, I, I wish. I wish I could move up to him in the tube Taurus. He is a, definitely was a force of nature. He was in, I believe, the city was either Pittsburgh or Philadelphia, and he went to the he went to um, major people in the cities and he told them that he wanted them to open penny restaurants, and they had like six or seven of them. So you wow. could go on and, during the depression and buy a meal for a penny. That's pretty neat. The I guy mean, had a totally, big heart. Yeah, totally a big heart, a, be, a, a big heart, and a very strong voice okay Mm -hmm. and he's just amazing so here you have this tall man big heart strong voice and then you have a woman who is five feet tall who looks like a a flower garden exploded on
2: (laughs) that's a great way to describe her what a great way yeah
1: so so they've ever uh, seen
2: her pictures
1: with her dad uh, yeah she was totally I couldn't even keep up with her I'm not even close mm-hmm. well her home has that flower garden uh, homes I mean she's got, a, she's got a cluster of homes in Santa Barbara because mom and I went up there on Wednesday to hang out with her for a while so what's happening is uh, globally my friends Ken's part of it here Mike's been part of it for years Randy's part of it we all think we're just people. Mike thinks he's just doing his job. Randy and I are doing what we're doing. Ken's over in Oregon doing what he's doing. And what's happening is, is that the flame is beginning to come together, okay? So consciousness is connecting. Um, the cabal or whatever it is that you want to call it, it's thrashing. I don't know. Have you ever Have you ever seen something thrashing when it knows it's not going to make it? It's crashing. Yep. You know, we had, I don't know if you heard about it, you guys, but we actually had what I believe was a nuclear bomb blast here out over the ocean, and I believe um, about two weeks ago on Saturday, Saturday, um, yeah, Saturday two weeks ago.
2: Did you actually feel it or hear it or
1: what? You can actually see it on the Internet. My friend, uh, no, I didn't. um, It happened at night, Uh, but what I saw about it. I saw about it on the news because what they did is they rerouted the um, planes over LAX, which always when they take out go out over the ocean, and they didn't do that for a number of days. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, ET uh, spaceships were actually um, seen by some, okay. And the Galactic Federation in, uh, says that it's been neutralizing a number of facts. It also says. That the that they can handle the effects of um, Fukushima eventually. Mm-hmm. So it's you know we we have this feeling that we're all alone. And what happens when Ken showed up on the show and I will have to get Cherry too? There was a certain kind of chemistry that I enjoyed.
2: Oh and yeah, it was very oh fun. Oh
1: yeah. And by funny. the way,
2: Val, I I don't know if I mentioned it, but we had two blasts here, and I would guess it was about two weeks ago as well. And okay. And we were. Uh, right around midnight, our time, yes. I just laid down and shut my eyes, and my whole entire room absolutely lit, and there was a huge explosion in the sky, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I totally got out of bed. You know, I'm down here. I've heard gunshots go off. This is Florida. So I've I've heard gunshots. I've heard the, the worst of the worst fireworks because they bring them in here and sell them. And this was nothing like anything I've ever heard before. And so I went out onto my balcony, and it happened a second time, and now I was witness to it. And I saw the it was, the whole sky was completely light, and it the boom That's was so big. That's what happened here, I understand. Yeah, so I called my uh, one of my sons. We got in the car. We found nothing, nobody, but cops all went buzzing by the house about 100 miles an hour. And when we came back around, I pulled over to the cops, and I said, What was it? And they said we don't know. It was so big. We're thinking maybe mortar. But so then I called my ex-husband, who was infantry in the Marine Corps for over three years, and I said, "This is what the cops said. This is how loud it was. What's your thoughts?" He said, "That was definitely not mortar. It was bigger than mortar because it was like a nuclear bomb." Exactly. If it was mortar, it would have been a pit into the ground, and shrapnel would have went everywhere, so there would have been evidence of mortar.
1: And he you said... Know, done over the ocean, too, right?
2: Well, I am a mile from the ocean, so which right. direction it came, I don't know.
1: It w- but they were done over the ocean, and, and it's it's been suggested that they are, you know, false flags operations to get things going and that they were interrupted. Because if you take a look at the Joint Chief of Staff, I was trying to remember what year it was, they were going to bomb something on the west co- on the east coast of america and it was kennedy that South stopped South
2: carolina it. yeah yeah, yeah. no no no, no not,
1: not recently him. this is no, back okay, during okay. kennedy's time
2: oh gotcha
1: okay, okay. Uh, and the joint Chiefs of staff was approving bombing americans
3: yeah what's wrong so. with these people <laughs> <laughs> I I must live in a boring state or something. You guys get all excitement. Oh, no. I'm yeah, sure we're point. in
2: some pretty wild wild states, I would assume. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> so one of the things that I took a look at here, and uh, as I say, um, I just want to say actually thank you also to Randy. you get behind your 42action.org, gets behind all these good things we're doing, the coning company, drbal.com and happily 200. And what we're doing is we're actually creating a context in which you would like to live to be 200 years old. Because the biggest problem I've had with this project, guys, is that some people just get it and they go, Oh, wow, what a great idea, living to be 200. If I took that on, I'd have to change, you know, how I take care of myself and all kinds of things. And the rest of the people go, I don't want to. Yeah. Go away, leave me alone. Feel
2: bad. It's just because they feel bad right now. Yeah. They would just change that. Just feed your body really, really great for 30 days. You're going to be a totally different person.
1: So shall we prepare them for the call that you got yesterday? From I was out having lunch. I told you I was going to turn some attorneys. Yes. Cool. <laughs> I'm working on it, okay? So we were at lunch with a copy of my documentation that was sent in. As I want to say, you know, you hear me say all the time, look for your friends and don't go say cop, attorney, this, that, they're bums. Or whatever it is that you say look for the people that you relate to because there are people all over the place so I've known Paula for 30 years and I watched her go to law school I watched her graduate I know what she thought about what she was going to get out of law school and now it's 25 years later and she's depressed because she thought she was really going to be able to help people well Paula just got back guys, from being introduced to Ruth Bader Ginsburg and four or five other members of the Supreme Court. Interesting. So she is now here to justify, to be able to, she can actually take a court to the Supreme Court, a case to the Supreme Court. Wow. I think that makes her immensely valuable.
3: I would say so, yes. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, yeah.
1: So I believe, and by the way, they do not all know that they are swearing to the bar in the British thing. That's something some of them don't even know to this day. There's a lot of them that do know. And I've got a friend that definitely knew exactly what was going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I met but. with
2: an attorney about a month ago. Uh, just stopped in because um, he's my friend, and I went and sat with one of his partners while he met with while my friend met with a client, and we got talking about it. And we were sitting in their library, and I asked him, "Do you know what the bar stands for? Do you know who you took your oath to?" And he said. Well, it's, you know, the bar, you know, the the bar, the wooden thing. Yeah, the
1: L.A. bar, the U.S. I said,
2: no, no, go get your Black Law Dictionary. Go see what it is. I said, it's British Accredited Registry. You owe your allegiance to the crown, not to the people, not to this country, not to America. You owe it to the crown. So that's who your your real boss is.
1: Do you think that, I've heard that the queen even owns the White House. Does anybody know if that's true? I've, I've heard like Alta does,
3: it. which is right across the street, which you is, you is American Land Title Association.
1: I don't uh, tell me what I don't understand. What you just said,
3: Alta uh, uh, is American Land Title Association. Uh, they're, they're, they're rumored to well, they're rumored to own everything because everything's land title, and everything, of course, uh, land title revolves around attorneys. And attorneys oh. are all in the paperwork, and attorneys control all the titles and everything.
1: Yeah, well, attorneys were the selected transfer agents and one of the things we were talking about the show before I thought was really interesting is I've got this certified copy of H.R. 192 here The certified copy of H.R. 192 was actually signed let me check the date here it was actually signed on June the 5th 1933 by Franklin Roosevelt and what it does actually is to find money when I read this to you before the show Randy uh... What what were the things that stood out to you in it? Because it's got a lot of jargon in it that I don't want to stumble around through on the radio.
2: Yeah, it'd be tough for most people. I mean, look, I I feel like I'm in the thick of it of law and in many, many respects much smarter than an attorney, and I don't want to <laughs> be an attorney. Uh, and the lingo that's in that is just not for the average person, and and I really despise that because that's what... People need to understand all of these things, and they, these, these guys, these attorneys, create these documents that nobody can even comprehend.
1: Well, this so. is the way they do it. I mean, this is just the legal thing. This is not just attorneys. This system goes back for hundreds of years. This is a joint resolution between the Senate and the House to define money, and basically nobody's ever exchanged any money since we've been around and as we were talking before the show our money has no value this says that congress sets the cannot change the value of money and yet we have many 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 times every time we have the debt limit and print money we've changed the, the the conversation of money because but it's not really money it's it's um currency transfer and by currency it's a numeric currency so it has no true value to it it's just that you can move figures on a page you know, mm-hmm borrow any money, they didn't give you any money, and I thought, well, what about the check when they give you when you, you know, Randy or or or, or Can, when you get your house, right? Or they give you a 100 quotes, they give you $100,000. No, they transfer the money. Right. They transfer right. the figures. Okay, right. and then I was talking to another accountant. It could have actually been Lance. I'm not sure, Randy. But, okay. um When I was talking to an accountant about this, he said the thing they always leave out are the assets. Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. and the assets are solid and real, but and the and the other conversation is like vapor. Right. Yes. So when you it's, if it's I a lot exchange of a that they with, post. you say, "Well, they get now." Ken's smart because he's been through a process, but or and Randy is too. But what if you say, "Oh, they gave me a check for a hundred thousand dollars. I got so much money." You didn't. <laughs> you got a you got a note a, acknowledging a transfer. Uh, On a paper somewhere, and uh, I actually there's like a 1962 or 63 decision you guys might want to look for it, where uh, where they actually get a banker to admit that all they do is move air
3: around. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So um, now we're going to talk now with electronics. Oh yes. Yes.
2: And and they do it faster than trees can grow. (laughs) So. That's why, you know, we They do they it faster
3: than have... you can
1: plant the seed. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. So th- this is happening all the time, and money is depreciating. And every time they raise the debt limit, they're just giving themselves permission to print more money and decrease the value of what... See, right now, there is no value to money. There's only our agreement about it. Mm-hmm. So the only value be... to
3: money is liquidity. And liquidity is, is what they're doing with auctions and, and, and if you try to cash a check. Um, and now and they're trying to do away with money because everything they want to do is put on ATM cards or credit cards. So of course now, that just devalues money even further.
1: Get me going on that. I had twenty <laughs> bucks on my ATM card, right? Yeah. And I went to, uh, and I, I didn't. I, the bank was across the street, and I didn't even think anything about it. I just was going to put fifteen bucks worth of gas in the car because my credits don't show up till next week, right? So I go to put fifteen dollars worth of gas in the car, and I've got twenty something in the bank, right? They declined the transaction.
3: <laughs> mm.
1: Why did they wow. decline the transaction? Why because they- unless, because I, me, I'm always asking, because I want to know what brain is making this stuff up. It's <laughs> <laughs> any. They will decline the transaction at that gas station if you have less than fifty dollars in your checking account. Oh, now is that money? I don't think so. No, no, no. So notice that if you go, how old are you, Ken? Uh, do I have to say fifty-two? <laughs> oh, still young. Okay, so I'm 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 the elder one. You're you're a midwepper snapper, and and Randy <laughs> Randy is a little bit younger. Can we watch the de- uh, the deterioration of money? You know, I I have to tell you, even back when I first got, my grandfather collected coins and. I had some of these coins, you know, and I decided they would be more valuable if I cleaned them. <laughs> so I cleaned these Roman coins with cleanser and stuff like that and really buffed them up, took them to a coin dealer, and he said, oh, my God, you've just destroyed the value of these coins. Because I'd actually done something physical to something, right? Mm-hmm. So that coins mm-hmm. are supposed to age in a certain way, and you can, it's a real thing. You can see it happen. The Roman coins are supposed to look a certain way. Me, I was being tidy. But that was something real that I was dealing with. I can do that now. There's no, no substance to the coins. There's no value. Um, I went to the, the, the what is it? Uh, Denver Mint, okay? I remember back in the 80s, and I was walking down the hall, and I went, oh, my God, look at this place. There were Tiffany lamps all over the place hanging from the ceiling. Those things are not cheap. Uh, there were marble walls, marble corridors, and then you get inside of a rooms. In these rooms, where these guys are running around in Bermuda shorts, because it's hot when you're manufacturing money, and they're well, making quarters. Okay. Yeah. Well. But here's what they do. Now I want you to get this, because this is this is the this is a revealing point right here. Do you know okay. in those days how much it costs to make that quarter? Would you like to guess?
2: Minuscule. What is it?
1: Under a penny. Yeah, yeah. but here's campaign. the part that's going to get you, and there's here's the part that was evident even in the 80s. Here's the part that makes you crazy. Guess how much they got for the the quarters? How much? Yes. A quarter. Uh huh. <laughs> uh huh. They got the whole thing at the mint. One hundred. Mm-hmm. You sold the quarters to the Treasury for 25 cents each.
2: Yeah
1: they made 20 every day and i asked them now no, we're talking about the 80s i said how many coins do you make a day 3 million
2: yeah well look val it's 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 put you know best simply this way money's created for private profit by banks rather than created for the for the common good by the government so you just proved it with those figures
3: yep i know and but them dumping in and used uses that against the people.
2: Yeah. This is, a, this is not only a scam, but it's outlawed by the Constitution. Yeah. It's a criminal activity.
1: Right. Totally yeah. right. I, I heard that. So listen, I, it stinks. It's, it's, it's 27 minutes after the hour. You are listening to Waking Up in America. I'm <laughs> on the air with Randy Shannon, uh, Ken Doss, and I'm Dr. Val Kirkgaard. And we want you to hop on over to our website at wakingupinamerica.com and sign up for our newsletter. Check out our sponsors. They're on the right-hand side of the page, and when you sign up for our newsletter, we will give you the password that lets you visit the amazing section of our website. You can also access all past shows by going into the um, upper right-hand corner into the archives over at Voice America. So it's all there for you. It's, it's, it's really simple stuff. Uh, we want you to send our use your amazing videos to post. We want you to tweet us. You Tweet me at ValKirkArt1 you can tweet Randy Shannon what's yours and how do you spell your name Randy
2: R-A-N-D-I and then S-H-A-N-N-O-N that's
3: it Twitter.com
2: forward slash Randy
1: Shannon
3: are you on Twitter um, no I'm not on Twitter just Facebook
1: okay I'd suggest you guys get on Twitter and I'm asking you to all do us because these funny little tweets that we're doing are sound that's rising in the culture okay social media is going to be how we get out of this mess
3: <laughs> yes that i agree with
1: and Absolutely. actually ken i don't know if you know this or not but i was really shocked to find this out um twitter actually people that put things on twitter actually mm-hmm. had when they did the national league football game or whatever it is you know that big game they have every year and they, yeah super bowl and then they super sell all those 27 trillion million dollar ads right twitter outbeat them Really? Or, wow. Yeah. And, and Ron Hayes, he's the one that turned me on to this. So Ron Hayes, you go, man, go, and thank you for it. I've been working at it. My computer, by the way, if you guys have written and haven't heard from me, has um, really taken on some strange personalities that haven't <laughs> been sorted out yet. I don't know I what else to do I just call you
2: girly. <laughs> <laughs> I go the old-fashioned route.
1: Yeah, it works. So we <laughs> want to thank Patricia Bragg, and we want to thank Edward Group, okay, the third because those are uh if you were on listening to the show a while back, um Patricia actually adopted Edward with good good means I think. I think they should visit each other too, there's now that they're mother and son. Mm-hmm. So Patricia and Paul Bragg's apple cider vinegar is our drink of waking up in an America and you have to do Randy. I took a, I, I got a gallon of it at the ranch. Oh <laughs>
2: wow. You were lucky. That's probably the freshest of the freshest too.
1: Yeah, here's the beauty of the darn stuff too, or not darn mm-hmm. stuff. heck. it doesn't. You don't have to keep it in the refrigerator. No, I love it. I, there's something that makes me really happy to have a gallon of apple cider vinegar. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's the it's the least expensive thing that you can do to improve your health, and you take it and you put it together with Ed Group's um, one of the, the stages Detox. of his cleanses, and you mm-hmm. take distilled water. You put vinegar in it and you put lemon juice in it and you take a gallon and you do this and that's what you drink that day. And the um, apple cider vinegar actually replenishes what's missing from um, distillation. Okay, so you get the purity of the distillation, you get the ingredients put back in again, and you get to do this a gallon of apple cider vinegar on the website was 20 bucks. Wow, and that'll so last forever. It'll let... It will last, well, not in this household, actually. <laughs> I actually am using it to spray the dog that has has resisted every flea medicine brought in his direction. And I don't think we have total success yet, but I can totally see a difference. So it's about sharing our secrets and such, and we actually, um, we're going to get to Ken very shortly because he has something special to bring you. But right now we just want to thank, say thank you to Kayani, which means strong medicine. And they have a product which is XF intro and you should check it out on the website Um, Mary Louise says that her husband is alive still in her opinion because that's that's what he's taken it's way past being a strong medicine it's like some kind of astounding rejuvenator we have Sir Jason winter tea we have protandin uh, where you get happy dreams that's always a nice thing while purifying your blood we have ConingCompany.com, which is cleaning the eustachian tubes, and Randy does 42. What is that one?
2: 42 Action. We're not we're not anti-government. We're just anti-corruption. It's all about <laughs> corruption. We're anti-corruption. <laughs> so, when you say
1: that uh, in a sentence or two, what would you say about you're presenting people with options or, or ideas yeah. or, or strategies for? Absolutely. Um,
2: Yeah, we're not lawyers and nor do we want to be, we just share uh, education and so we get people like Ken, who's our guest here today, we bring him on and he gets to spill everything going on in his brain that he knows is going on and share it with the masses and then they can put legs on it and and
1: take it wherever
2: they want. We have people that help people get out of traffic tickets. Uh, yeah, stop yeah, yeah, the yeah. foreclosures.
1: You name I'll, it. I'll talk to you about that because I've got to go on Friday. Uh, mm-hmm. Aquachi telomeres, telomeres. The, you, you actually you start growing younger by 0.4 percent a year. This, these are things to check out. These are all no You can t- see it with the DNA strand. El Piento Salsa at Ralph's. I talked to Jim this week. They're really cracking along there at at the restaurant in Santa Fe in Albuquerque, actually. We have Marketing with the Stars, and this guy's an email expert, and he puts out some beautiful stuff, and he has a really high vibration, if you want to call it that, or a very richly endowed listening audience that really cares for things that are, that are spirit and means something to the soul. We have the Galactic Federation, and Sheldon and Colleen really have calmed my nerves over the years by letting me know that we have galactic assistance, or assistants um, When I go there and I believe that, I'm just much more relaxed. We have drvalerie.com. I had the privilege of um, doing some emotional clearing with another country the other day. Somebody in another country, I love that. Um, Check it out, epigenetic clearing. It actually not only cleans out your emotional issues, it actually does it back many generations if they're incomplete issues. In my case, I actually went into this kind of work because I had some really nasty people in the family and I didn't want to have bad blood and -hmm. it's not about having bad blood it's about having a charge left in your DNA okay that might not even have been yours so it's very interesting stuff what we're doing we're walking inside of a tube torus and a tube torus means that you view things differently and Randy you know I'm going to put back in the in our introductory notes that we're firewalkers yeah for sure okay because when you hear us, we're, we can be funny and adorable and stuff like that. <laughs> Sometimes informative uh, and all that kind of good stuff. But the truth is, when Randy and I suggest that another possibility or a, a way of looking at things is possible, what is there a human on the planet that doesn't believe that fire burns? That you know, has it actually been firewalking? No, it's a thing. It's real. Like you're going to die. This is why happily 200. The, I've got them working on the web page right now, Randy.
0: Happening. Oh,
1: great. It's happening. And we got we got anonymous people, actually. Four anonymous people that signed up. They wanted. They didn't want to just be founding members. They just wanted to, um, you know, make sure we make our mark. We got a benefactor that came in to help because they, they think the... Po- Here's what the concept of Happily 200 gives you, Ken, and this is, and, and, Randy, you already know this. It gives mm-hmm. you a chance to have another hundred years added to your life at least you know for people in their 50s it was it could be 150 years and it's not you're going to live to be 150 years old it's going to be if you plan your life to do that you'll live your life in a way higher quality way and it's totally showed up for me and it's totally showed up for everybody i know that takes that on and starting in in january we're going to have our first newsletter
2: outstanding wow this is really getting some legs you've had a busy week
1: I know, I know. It's like, oh, God, we just You're not just
2: going. thinking about court and radio. <laughs> You're thinking about other stuff. Well, I have You're
3: thinking about to. firewalking.
2: Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, Randy, do you think
3: we could
1: do that in Jersey?
2: <laughs> uh, maybe. Let me tell
1: you, if I had a program for the transformation of human beings that was physical guys, I'd take them firewalking. Mm-hmm. I'd take them hot air ballooning. There you go. I'd take them river rafting.
3: Yes. That's so fun.
1: All the things that are really very safe, but in the mind, quite
3: scary. Oh, river rafting's a blast. Uh huh. Where do you river raft? Uh, up uh, several years ago, up in, uh, um, uh, uh, where was it? Up in British Columbia. This place is out here in Oregon, though. You can uh, 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 white water raft as well. Um, but to get real good class four rapids, uh, British Columbia has great areas. Oh, up yeah. by Whistler.
1: Oh, that! Oh, I love Whistler!
3: Whistler's nice, isn't it? Whistler, Whistler's very cool. I thought I my first bear up at Whistler.
1: <laughs> I was looking for the northern lights, okay? And I was driving around in a rental car, and they were supposed to be in Whistler. Oh, <laughs> So I ended up in Whistler at like 2 in the morning, and the darn lights were there, and I was lost in the forest. And then yeah. I thought, what a great place to be lost, right? Yeah, well, right. Not get so eaten at night by a bear.
3: <laughs> okay, well, I it's didn't a...
1: get those lights randy so don't laugh too much that i wanted those lights and so the next year i found out that if you contacted the university of british columbia they actually have a tracker for the northern lights
2: oh wow so i
1: i took a 10-day window and tracked where those lights would be within 10 days and i i found a a place in uh, alaska right i don't
2: think you had to go that far but that's that's good, though. Well, it's
1: where it was available. <laughs> First of all, the the darn things move, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you, and they and the weather conditions as they change, it changes the colors of the lights. So you get your little tracker. So I we went to
2: we went that to, we to Chena,
1: Alaska, and and tracked them. And by the way, the temperature was minus forty degrees
2: in Chena. <laughs> and
1: when we went in the mineral pond and we go under the water, okay, to the warm. It was just fun to see the lights. Our our hair froze. <laughs> it turned out that we actually could have broken it off. It was really, we, it was, it was a great trip. And the lights, the lights are just—it's God dancing, like no kidding.
3: Yeah, yeah that's ma-
1: And God's dancing actually on waking up in America. So we're starting our 29th year, and our secret wonderful thing that Ken's gonna to talk to us about a day today. Randy's got some um some concerns, okay, about what he's gonna talk about. And to me I'm like j I am like I do not you know, excuse me, Your Honor, I, I didn't realize I was doing anything illegal by filling out printed out IRS forms, is my point of view. Randy is more intelligent about these things than I am. So She'll do that. But what we want to do is put a concept out in front of you and let you do what you want to do with it because there's, like, only four papers, right, for this whole thing? What do you, Ken?
3: Yeah, there's, uh yes, four papers. <clears throat> uh, Fourteenth, what is it, 14039-2848. Uh, do,
1: do everything, go back and do everything twice, okay? Because people, we should have said pick up a pen and paper, oh, my God. Pick up a <laughs> pen and paper.
2: Well, the and write recording down. will be out there too. So they
1: definitely yeah, but it's easier download. to do it now. So give yeah. them
3: to them twice. Okay, 2848, 2848, 14039, 14039, and 8821. And there's one other form, 8821 again. And that, those, those, two, those three forms relate to uh, revocation of power of attorney and uh, identity theft. And the fourth form is the 1099 OID, which is the original issue discount. And the 1099 OID is the forms that uh, uh, kind of uh, inter- intercepts or, or diverts money that should be co- coming to you, uh, that they basically claim as being abandoned with the 1099 A and the 1099 C that the banksters are filing uh, to get their tax exemption, which of course then uh, gets us billed for taxes six months down the road after people are getting kicked out of their houses, and they all of a sudden they get a ten thousand dollar tax bill. It's like, what's this? And people find now wait, out. Now wait, explain
1: that again. I, I missed that. I don't quite get well, it. Well,
3: people are people that are getting it foreclosed on and uh, are evicted from their houses. Uh, a few months later, six months later, a few weeks later, end up getting a tax bill, uh, and they're getting stuck with paying taxes for a house that they've already been kicked out of. And because the you mean like property are,
1: taxes? Is that what you're talking
3: about? Uh, 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 deferred taxes for the for the purchase of the property, for the uh, principal, but for the amortized uh, uh, um, uh, total amortized taxes that people are getting stuck with that the <laughs> that the banksters are getting away with uh, getting uh, their tax shelters and exempted uh, through the cancellation of debt, which is these little gimmicks that are being played out that they have these processes processes that they have patented and uh, um, to use these forms to take full advantage of uh fully screwing people uh after they've already screwed them on their <laughs> well, so called mortgage loan. Uh tax exemption.
1: It sounds like something, you know, when when you go into bankruptcy, okay? Mhm. And you say may oh maybe you owe Bank of America or maybe you owe something to, you know, one of the other banks. Uh, let's say for a credit card, and you list all your credit cards neatly. To my recollection, as I recall, any of those funds that are rele- leased are considered then income, and then mm-hmm. they're taxed again.
3: hmm mm-hmm. So well, look at look whole... at, look at, look, at, look at Sally May. Now you got the bankruptcy laws are they're just so screwed up now. Uh, now you got Sally May and these student loans that you can't ever get rid of. You can't bankrupt on them or anything. Um, so, you know, they, they've you know, when you bring up bankruptcy, you bring up a very a bunch of complex issues. My biggest problem with bankruptcy is the way that uh, it's a business process for uh, planned uh, exit strategies uh, that well, corporations you know are using. Uh,
1: I think it's my fault, okay, because I, I, I think I distracted you. There's a reason we gave our listeners four different numbers of IRS forms. There you go. <laughs> okay, so let's make sure that they get the benefit of that, and let's also make sure that they get the – caution of um your your response Randy okay okay
2: yeah
1: because what but what everything that's being said is true but i'm kind of like as i said which is why i brought up firewalking i will just go firewalking sometimes and at 75 i think i have enough to not be sent to jail for this also right there's the whole times are changing right now it's
3: right. due to well, you yeah, social media right got to media. be careful with these things um, yeah you have to be. I, people do get thrown in jail for these things. Um, you know, there, there's there's forms that there's other. But we still other haven't told that,
1: them what this thing is
3: yet. Okay, and that's <laughs> this pregnant, is, what this thing is. What this thing is for? is to prevent uh, to prevent uh, your identity theft and your signature from being used time and time again. Um, and uh, uh, and that's what it is. What what they're doing here is they're running these mortgage loans or so-called mortgage loans. Uh, uh, through uh, various accounts and through securities borrowing and, and lending, and making money on these things, and they're doing it with uh, your signature, people's signatures, because what we're talking about here is not a mortgage loan. We're talking about the theft of your signature. So that's what these—that's what in part these forms are for. Uh, another part that these forms are for is to uh, is a revocation of power of attorney, and uh, the power of attorney that you give them within uh, these alleged mortgage loan documents, and it's this power of attorney that is allowing them to take these tax exemptions and these tax shelters and allowing them to uh, earn income basically on, on your signature. Uh, so that's what that intends to do. Now, it also, uh, it also impedes their ability to transact through the 1031 exchanges, which are these um, uh, real property uh, commercial transactions, title transactions uh, uh, that, they're, that they're passing these uh, mortgage loans through uh within the markets. And so what this does, what these forums do is is more or less kind of force it kinda of cuts them off from from being able to uh uh exchange and do the final auctions through the ten thirty one exchanges, which is, is of course your final auction. So it, wait, it's of final a, auction. What what you're are you're we talking well,
1: about derivatives or what are we talking about well we're about talking about talking
3: about liquidation uh what they what they're doing with these 1031 exchanges is every 180 days they're they're basically transferring and reselling people's properties again and uh are they selling but, the
1: properties or are they selling the signatures and well the, they're um, selling
3: rights to the property and selling interest in the property and there's, and, there's, and they're making money on it i mean they're they're using our signature to pad their pockets with and well, we're not, not getting any of the well they're not making money on it and Pardon? I think
1: it's really important that people get this. They're selling them to multiple people as original things. Yes, yes. And, so and, the and, fraud and, is just totally there all over the place.
3: Right. And Ken, and, but, I, what
1: I want to do is talk about. I want you to talk about these three forms that they fill out, and then Randy, I want you to, because t- we're running out of show. And Randy, I want you to talk about what your concerns are, and then I'm planning on filing these papers because I figure even if it takes. Even if they're going to change the laws, maybe they are. But every time they do this, they get made more visible.
3: Well, the IRS is cracking down. The IRS is taking a look at, there's a company out there called, uh, named Iron Mountain. And what they are is they're, they're, they're a REIT, a real estate investment trust. But what they really are is just a computer database. And what they're doing when when, and, and, when foreclosure, when they, when they default a person, and the loan goes, the loan goes in the foreclosure, what they're really doing is they're kind of flipping the books uh, so that uh, they stick the taxes and all the uh, um, uh, uh, the deferred taxes onto the homeowner uh, who's being evicted, and so they not only do they get the benefit of uh, not paying of the tax shelter, they also get the benefit of the full equity value and <laughs> Iron Mountain is just a computer database now the IRS is looking at it It's this. outrageous, you know the fact it is, is outrageous. it's outrageous. It, it's, it is outrageous, and and, and the point of it, I think, it's just a side note here, uh, the point of what I've done and what I've learned is that these are all processes that, that are automated processes through the IRS and, and through the courts and everything, and so what we have to do is we have to make these processes known and then unwind these processes. Uh, and, it, and and if you do it wrong, yes, uh, people will do get thrown in jail. What, the heck, what could you do wrong by filling well, out for you know, government it, form? Well, I'll tell you one thing that, let's well, use an example for UCC 1, Financing statements. Um, uh, what did. I tell them what UCC one is. It, 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 it It's a financing statement for uh, a, a debt or uh, a lien against somebody or a lien against a property or a lien against a product or whatever uh, along those lines. Now, it's different from uh, a recorded um, uh, real property transaction. And uh, when you get into court, a lot of people are arguing chains of title and, and they make a rightful claim by saying, well, there is no, where's the recorded chain of title? And the point being is what people don't understand yet and are starting to see with what I'm talking about is they don't have to record with the county. What, they, what these are are general intangibles. They're, they're financial products. They're not real properties. It's a financial product they sold you. So what so what we could do is file UCC-1 financing statements. Now, the problem with that is you've gotten some pretty hardcore... Okay, core, see, uh, you just
1: said something that means... And mind you, I've been in here for years, okay? So when you go UCC-1 financing... Filing statements and all that financing,
3: stuff. Financing statement. It's a statement that speaking, you file with the Secretary of State. Okay,
1: simplify Secretary this, Ken. You've got to simplify this because we it's, want a gist here. Financing statements
3: are, are, are statements that you file with the Secretary of State, and it's, it's filing of properties and filing of liens. And um, <clears throat> so you Let's not get on so technical state.
1: on this, okay, because you are so smart and you have so much information on it. What Let we want to do is through. create a context that I think, Randy, you can help with that.
2: Well, I want to jump in on this because uh, when I did purchase a house, I did everything, Ken, to not let them record that with the county. Right. Everything. I said, I don't want to record it with the county. And the notary said to me, and of course she was in a rush, you know, I got an hour here. We got to do this quick. (laughs) Fly, 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 sign, sign, sign. Yes. And, uh, you know, then you're not really, you don't even have time to read it. They summarize it and say, sign. So yeah. when I said, no, I don't want to file it, she said, well, then we're going to have to stop right here because the title company will not allow for that. And that would stop the deal. So they're right there. It's like, ah, under duress. I want the house. What? I can't have it the way I want it? Nope. Right. Right. And I was well, mad that, yeah, about
3: that's that. They, yes, they passed their innocent misrepresentations through these uh, uh, hurried uh, uh, closing sessions. Mm-hmm. Hurry, hurry, so how hurry, did somebody sign, get sign. around
2: that?
1: Well, I'll tell you. Back in the old days, one of the ways that we got around it was we transferred things in an attorney's office, okay? Where we did quick claim deeds. Did you ever do that?
2: Yeah, yeah I've done that.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep. So I sold three houses with a quick claim deed. Well, see, that's what they're doing behind the scenes. That's what uh, they're doing. Mass- they're doing just like uh, title companies are doing a uh, blanket uh, title insurance. They're doing the same thing with uh, uh, these quick claim claim deeds. I'll spit that out. Um, And uh, (laughs) uh, Aqua did it in Florida, Randy. Oh, no, not Aqua. So what's wrong with
1: quick claim deeds? There's only a couple pages.
3: Well, when you have have a company like Aqua or U.S. Bank doing mass quick claim deeds on your property time and time again, I think that would be a little bit irritating. No, me as the
1: owner. I'm not talking about the bank. I'm saying me as the owner. Well, well, you as the owner, yes. Do you know Wellencamp? The Wellencamp decision? The what? Did you ever hear of the Wellencamp decision? It was really great no. fun. It lasted for about three years. When was it Here in California. And so, what would happen is, let's say Randy and I were neighbors, and I decided to sell her at my house, and she mm-hmm. goes, "Well, I can't really afford it, Val. You know, or because my credit isn't that good." I said, "Can you make the payments?" "Oh, no problem with the payments, but uh, my credit isn't good enough to get a loan." The Wellencamp decision allowed me to quit claim the deed of the house to randy not only did she get the um, house she got the loan i had so back in the 70s and the early 80s i was going around buying houses for my friends that had jobs and i knew would pay for them Mm -hmm. and quit claiming the houses to them and the paperwork was about 10 pages well they didn't like that okay (laughs) but something like that was actually fairly it was very direct fairly honest and now those documents that we did that some of them were as little as five pages have now turned into well, how many pages did you sign when that woman came over to your house randy uh,
2: fifty hundred i don't know
1: yeah and they're they're all cover 50. your ass papers you know yeah, um, yeah they're they're not even real things they're, they really are just cover your butt papers so that's what's happened and in the midst of that that's that's where the black magic happens. Okay, there was no black magic in the original quick claims.
3: Right, right.
1: It was well, just see, a simple now, now transfer didn't. of title.
3: Well, the thing about it, the thing about it is, uh, a, a a a a home is somebody's most important and, and probably most valuable and the only and the most expensive uh, transaction they'll ever enter into. Everything should be fully disclosed. Everything, and what what you have now is oh, sorry, proprietary or banking secret. I mean, that that's that's yes. the problem. And, and and the point being is there there are no banking secrets if we open up our eyes and look to what I'm talking about okay, because everything's I, there. I,
1: I just I don't want to run out of time. Forgive me. If I go and I send in a 2848 and a 14039 and an 8821 and a 1099 I- IOD. What am I actually doing for myself? What would be the result of that if I'm not thrown in jail? What would be the ultimate? Well, I don't think
3: I don't think it would, I don't think you'd be thrown in jail necessarily for that. I, think I don't think, I think so either. More so, the process if, if you uh, 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 What do I get from doing well, that? Well, what you what you get what you should get is, is you should get uh uh, uh the, the revocations to revoke their power of attorney. Um, you should be able to first for uh, stop them from transacting anymore through the 1031 exchanges, and also you're kind of whistleblowing on them uh, with the IRS to show that somebody's using your identity and somebody's uh, uh, benefiting from uh, your name and trying to stick you with the taxes. Uh, so you know these are these are these are things that are intended to uh, assist in foreclosure, to stop and for, to stop foreclosure, and to uh, as a, as a systemic step. In uh, uh, finding solutions to uncovering these, fa- stopping these banks just completely in court and whatnot. Um, so it, it's part of, a, of an unwinding and ever changing and ever widening uh, 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 processes to, uh, uh, to 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 solve this foreclosure issue.
1: So, okay, Randy, I want you to express your concerns about what we've been doing.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, it's really. It's just people not necessarily doing it properly. And what the federal government did before when people were filing a bunch of 1099 OIDs, and these people would get a check back, and then they would cash that check, and then the IRS let a little bit of time go by, and then they would uh, come after them for that money, and now those people had already spent that money. And so, uh, I mean, I heard a woman who was about 70 years old on a call one time, wasn't my call, and she was absolutely beside herself because they were coming to arrest her that week and lord knows how many years they were going to throw her into jail so it's not that ken is wrong because he's right and even the people that did it back then were right but some way somehow this you know organization finds a way to come after you and if the, the biggest thing is people need to be educated because if they have to understand the process that they're taking on, because if they can't regurgitate why they did it, then that's where the enemy will get you.
3: Right. I you, think that's where the other forms come into play with the, revoc- with the uh, revocation of power of attorney, uh, because what you're doing is you're not just claiming the money's back, you're also saying, hey, my identity was stolen. Uh, and and, I, and my and my signature has been used, and I don't want it to be used anymore. And uh, so yes, it, it, it yes you got to, it, It's a number. It's the forms. the proper forms to put in. It's a proper format of doing this. Um, and it, and it is. Uh, but Randy's right. Yes, if it's done incorrectly, yes, you can get your your rear end thrown in jail um, uh, with these UCC one financing statements. Um, I saw a report with uh, this. Uh, the, the Secretary of State's apparently have a have a board, a central board, and they put out a report last year about people filing uh, uh, UCC-1 financing statements in their own name and uh, uh, putting uh, red thumbprints and everything on these and, and making wild claims. Uh, and this is with was the extreme sovereignty movement uh, that basically. Uh, 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 Put out a report, the Secretary of State put out a report saying, hey, we got to be on the lookout for these uh, fraudulent statements that are being put through. Well, the fact of the matter is they're not fraudulent statements yeah. because they should be, these, these, sta- these statements should be filed. Um, but people take it to extremes, and one, it ruins it for, it's kind of like a, one bad apple spoils a bunch. Uh, but it it it, it 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 prevents people from uh, doing the proper processes uh, to actually find remedy, and uh, that's why people get thrown in jail because so they it it to Who can we get to actually walk us through the filing of the forms? Well, the filing of the for- the filing of the forms is is set to file. All you have to do is fi- fill out the forms properly, follow the instructions on the forms very carefully, and file the- and just file the forms. That you can file them online with the IRS. Uh, but be sure you have to read the instructions. You have to read the instructions in detail of what you're doing, and, and make sure that you fill out everything accordingly. Um, now, all those forms should be filed uh, uh, consecutively uh, or at the same time, uh, because what, you're de- which, what you want, what the main part of what you want to do here is you want to you want to identify that your identity, you want to uh, 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 get the IRS to recognize that your identity has been stolen um, and that is being used. And you want to revoke that power of attorney for that. And the OID is to basically uh, 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 cut them off uh, from filing the abandonment of property and receiving all the money back that they're getting that really should be yours. And that would be the cancellation of debt income. Uh, Because what they're doing is, and this is Goldman Sachs did did this one, Uh, they're they're managing to make money on our signature uh, by putting us into debt but at the same time, reduce that debt income that that, that is uh, uh, allegedly our debt uh, so it balances out to zero for them, but it doesn't for us. It sticks it with us. So what they're doing then is we're they're putting all that money okay. back to the AYD. You, you, you were, were, we're just
1: about out of time. How can people get a hold of you if they want to have a further conversation?
3: Uh, they can reach me on my Facebook page, uh, mortgage equals copyright derivative, And the equals is the equal sign, not spell out the word. Uh, (laughs) Copyright equals mortgage, I'm sorry, mortgage equals copyright derivative. And uh, there's tons of information on there. There's tons of files. Uh, You can always ask questions. I'm always usually there. Good. So you, you get it,
1: guys. It's a, it's an ongoing conversation that keeps moving forward and getting lighter. Actually, the fact that we can laugh on this program. When I first started this conversation, I used to cry when I would hear this stuff because I would think they were so bad and it was so awful. So. Here's the deal. This program has been brought to you by Kirkard, Intergalactic Media, our radio partners, cloningcompany.com, Dr. James Murphy, John Bender, Tiffany Hedren, Carol Channing, Deepak Chopra, Ed Asner, Dennis Weaver, Larry Hagman, Esther Williams, Admiral Jean Carroll, Jane Goodall, Jonathan Granaugh, 42action.org, and Dr. Val.com. Thanks to Paul C. Bragg for leaving us, your daughter Patricia, to continue your work. A big thanks to our team at Voice America, Jess Bernard, Randy Jackman, and our friends at Cumulus Radio, Mike Patale, Mary Flynn, and Ron Simon. Great kudos to Ron Hayes for being fifty here with us and to John at Totally Gospel big thanks to a for today help somebody give somebody a boost and join us next week Bent Migen thank you for Almost Ordinary People we love you
0: And you're not crazy anymore You've thank you for joining us today for Waking Up all. in America with Valerie Kirkgaard Waking Up in America and can be heard live every Wednesday on voiceamerica.com and Valerie welcomes all emails at heavenincorporated.com
1: this is for all of you knew.